0: Chief Justice John Roberts admitted a mistake yesterday. In December, Roberts took part in an argument in a patent case, asking questions unaware that a company he owned stock in, Thermo Fisher Scientific, was the parent of a party to the case. In a letter released yesterday, the court said Roberts had discovered the conflict and was withdrawing from the case. It's the third time in 15 months that a justice has participated in a case while overlooking a stockholding that, by law, required recusal. Three justices... Roberts, Stephen Breyer, and Sam Alito own a significant number of individual stocks and each has now inadvertently participated in an argument. Some judicial ethicists say it's time for the justices to sell those individual shares, both to avoid mistakes and to help ensure the court has a full bench in important business cases. With us to discuss the issue is Gabe Roth, the executive director of Fix the Court. That's an advocacy group that favors more transparency from the nation's highest court. Gabe, thanks for joining us. Um, just start with explaining what happened here. Walk us through the process and explain in particular how John Roberts and his chambers might have missed this conflict of interest.
1: Sure. So there was a case, as you mentioned, Life Technologies versus ProMega, a patent case, not so, uh, different from the Samsung and Apple case that, uh, that took place earlier in the term as well. And the case was argued in December, um, in the uh, filings, it mentioned how a number of these companies have subsidiaries or are parts of other companies, but um, you know that was that was buried in that 51-page brief uh, by the petitioners, and it didn't it didn't happen until yesterday that uh, that the court and Chief Justice Roberts realized that he should not have that he shouldn't have heard that case that one of uh, his holdings was actually a company that he owns about $175,000 worth of stock in um, was a, was a, a party to the case. And, and under federal law, if you have a potential financial outcome in a case and you're a judge or a justice, you shouldn't participate. So, you know, it's uh, a little bit belated, but um I'm glad that they that they noticed uh, the mistake and, and corrected
0: it. Tell me something. in the case of Justice Alito in the Walt Disney case, he actually cast a vote in that case, I and mean, he, he didn't did. catch it in time.
1: He did. I mean, his, his stock holdings were somewhat smaller, and it was actually one of his, his children owned about two thousand dollars in, in uh, Disney stock, and there was a case where. Uh, ABC was a litigant, um, and, and it, you know, it took about three years for for folks to figure that out. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the thing is with the Supreme Court is that there's no real outside or even in, internal within the judiciary ethics group that can really that's really looking at their stockholding, and that's saying that you know if you make a mistake, there are consequences. I mean, there, there's there's no consequences for for Supreme Court justices besides impeachment, and you know I don't think anyone's calling for anyone's impeachment over these issues. But I think it just raises the point that, A, there should be some sort of internal ethics check that that looks over these issues, and B, that the three justices, that's uh, Breyer, Roberts, and Alito, who own individual stocks, should divest from them and invest in the type of blended funds that are not likely to yield these types of conflicts.
0: Well, Gabe, I mean, this is clearly embarrassing to the court. No doubt that Chief Justice wishes this hadn't happened and that he would have spotted the conflict earlier. But tell us why it matters beyond that. I mean, in this case, he is now out of the case and it's not going to. Um, I don't know that there's any particular reason to think it's going to affect the outcome of of the case. Uh, You know, these things happen. You know, once every so often. uh, But given the volume of the cases that the court hears, you know, a very small percentage. why, Why? Why does this matter?
1: I think I think it matters because there is just a general sense of a lack of trust in government institutions. Nationwide, I think that's something that you know we see that Congress has an approval rating in the teens, and the Supreme Court is a little higher, but not much higher. And you know, at a time where the incoming president doesn't uh, have a lot of support nationwide, despite his 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 victory, and when when members of Congress, while maybe individual districts are, are popular, and incumbency is high as a body, it's it's not very well respected. The Supreme Court uh, sort of needs to be the adult in the room in D.C. It needs to have this sense of You know, that it's apolitical, um, which I think it's failed in doing so in recent years, given some of the decisions that have come down, and also that it's a ball board, that there's no reason to question the partiality. I mean, so many of our institutions have broken down, for for better or worse, in the last few years, and and the idea that the the court, which is supposed to be this beacon of uh, neutrality, potentially isn't, um, you know, that, that, that I think just hurts our democracy overall, and, and specifically the, uh, the tenure of the chief justice.
0: Hey, okay, Gabe, we've got about 30 seconds
1: left, but let me just
0: ask you, have you seen, are the justices uh, starting to actually divest themselves of these individual stocks?
1: I think they are. I think, yeah, I think, you know, Alito sold his Exxon stock. Uh, Robert sold his Microsoft stock. I think that over time, while I'd rather them do it in one false swoop, I think that in the last few years, the, the pick, they've picked up the pace in terms of, um, you know, divesting from stocks that are, likely to uh,
0: induce these conflicts. Okay. I want to thank our guest, Gabe Roth, executive director of Fix the Court, a transparency group uh, talking about uh, the chief justice's belated decision uh, or realization that he had a conflict in in a patent case that he heard arguments in in December. That's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We'll be back tomorrow thanks to our technical director, Chris Tricomi, and our producer, David Sutterman. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com, plus an invaluable website for the legal community at BigLawBusiness.com. Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg Markets with Carol Master and Corey Johnson. Stay tuned for that. This is Bloomberg.